Hello, and welcome to the Welligant Woman Podcast, a place for women over 40 who are ready to transform midlife, reimagine what's possible, and make each new decade better than the last. I'm your host, Karen Viesta, certified health and life coach. And after going through my own midlife reinvention, I can honestly say that I now experience more energy, vitality, confidence, and joy than I ever have before. Each week, I'll be sharing information, inspiration, and strategies to help you do the same. Let's get started. Hello, my friends. Welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. Um, We are talking about something that uh, I find so interesting. One One of the things that I hear most often from women over 40 is the fact that they are exhausted. They just feel mentally and physically depleted. And I have spoken a lot on this podcast about things that we can do both physically and emotionally to increase our energy. However, there's one thing that I haven't touched on that I believe contributes greatly to those feelings of exhaustion and burnout. And that is the fact that many women are operating almost exclusively in their masculine energy. That is that part of them that is always taking action and doing, as opposed to their feminine energy, which is more about being intuitive and receptive um, and kind of in a state of flow. When I say feminine energy, I'm referring to that state of being rather than doing. And this is a huge part of the reason that so many women are exhausted. They've lost touch with that feminine part of themselves. So let me explain a bit more what I mean by all of this, because I realize that it can sound a bit heady and and kind of woo-woo. The concept of masculine and feminine energy transcends gender. It represents fundamental aspects of our human nature. And mind you, we all, men and women alike, have both masculine and feminine energies. Masculine energy is associated with qualities like strength and logic and action. So we're in our masculine energy when we're using our rational brain, when we're problem solving and focused on achieving goals. On the other hand, feminine energy is characterized by qualities like nurturing, intuition, sensuality, and receptivity. So think connection, observation, emotion, and just kind of flowing with life. Now, as I mentioned earlier, every individual possesses both masculine and feminine energies within them, regardless of their gender identity. And a healthy individual moves back and forth between the two all the time. The key is to find an appropriate balance between them. We are at our healthiest when we have a balance of times when we are driven and action-oriented, and times when we are more intuitive and receptive and soft, for lack of a better word. The problem is that the demands of modern life, and especially over the last 50 years, as women have become a bigger and bigger part of the workforce and have continued to juggle a lot of domestic responsibilities on top of that, Um, Those demands have forced women to spend more and more time in their masculine energy. As women navigate various roles and responsibilities, they'll often find themselves adopting more masculine traits in response to those demands and expectations. 
and maybe this stems from the need to excel in traditionally male-dominated fields. Maybe it stems from the need to assert themselves in competitive environments or just from managing a very busy life. But while this may lead to achievement, it can also have some serious consequences when it comes to our well-being and our relationships. I once heard somebody say that many women seem to believe that in order to be successful, they need to become a lovelier version of a man. And this is so contradictory to our nature that it it is exhausting for most women and it can be really draining to try to sustain that. So in this episode, I am going to share some of the stereotypes and, and kind of redefine femininity. And I'll share strategies for rediscovering your femininity and really embracing the essence of being a woman. You'll see that this is not about conforming to societal expectations, but rather it's about tapping into your inner strength and your wisdom. And I wholeheartedly believe that doing this leads to growth and greater fulfillment in your life. So let me begin by saying that there is no one-size-fits-all definition of what it means to be feminine. Your femininity is uniquely yours, but there are certainly a lot of stereotypes around what femininity is. Society has often portrayed femininity as passivity, suggesting that women should be submissive and soft-spoken and very compliant. Um, I don't see it that way at all. In fact, I encourage you to see your femininity as strength and resilience and assertiveness. It's about your power to express yourself authentically and advocate for what matters to you. The media and societal pressures have also long emphasized physical appearance as a defining aspect of femininity. However, as we know, femininity goes way beyond aesthetics. It encompasses inner beauty, it encompasses emotional intelligence, and the ability to connect deeply with both yourself and other people. Also, historically, women were often expected to be dependent on men, both for financial security and for decision-making. Now, obviously, this one is completely outdated and inaccurate. You know, we can choose to champion independence and autonomy, and we have the capacity to make choices that align with our aspirations and our values, and that's incredibly empowering and it's a feminine quality. Um, And then, you know, also stereotypes have often portrayed women as overly emotional or irrational. And in reality, it's our ability to acknowledge and embrace a wide range of emotions that is probably our greatest strength. It's, of course, about understanding and channeling these emotions constructively, but this part of our nature isn't a weakness. It's a tremendous asset. So clearly, Femininity possesses inherent strengths. There's empathy, compassion, resilience, intuition, communication, creativity. These are amazing feminine qualities. But if we don't recognize them as strengths and if we don't harness their power, we can easily find ourselves overgiving and depleting ourselves, which is perhaps why femininity can sometimes get a bad rap. So I really want 
to dive into the ways that we can nurture that feminine energy and use it to enhance our life and our relationships and our well-being. Because whether you realize it or not, when we don't nurture that part of ourselves, when we forge ahead in this very masculine way, all of those things end up suffering. So the number one way that I believe we can nurture our feminine essence is to simply slow down and breathe. Adjust the pace of your life so that you can feel things instead of just barreling through life. As we'll discuss in a bit, your feminine side loves sensual pleasures. She lives through the five senses. But we can only experience things in a sensory way when we slow down enough to notice, for example, the way the sky looks on your drive home from work or the way your bed sheets feel on your skin when you get into bed at night or the flavors in a great meal, right? Moving more slowly allows us to be more present, more observant, and more receptive. Number two is to practice self-kindness and self-compassion. One of our strengths is that we're nurturing, and the irony is that we spend so much time nurturing others that we often don't nurture ourselves enough. And number three kind of relates to that, builds upon that. Set healthy boundaries to protect and prioritize your own well-being. Because our nature is to nurture, we really have to resist the tendency to overgive. So part of nurturing ourselves is to get good at setting and maintaining strong boundaries. And the truth is I feel like you know I can do a whole episode just on this one because it's definitely an area that is a challenge for many women. But it's super important. It's like, think of it like putting a fence around your energy and making sure that you have a portion of it that is for you and you alone. That may, sound, that may not sound like a very feminine thing to do, but it is. It will absolutely help you to feel more feminine when you take care of yourself in this way. Number four is to ditch perfectionism. Stop working so hard to be perfect and begin to see imperfections as just part of life. You know, it's part of nature, it's part of beauty, and part of your own unique beauty and charm. It really will help us break out of the mindset of doing and relax into the mindset of being. Number five, whether it is through yoga or meditation or uh, time spent in nature, cultivate some form of mindfulness and reflection so that you can connect with yourself and tap into your intuition, which is an incredible gift that your femininity provides. But most women aren't able to access their intuition because they're so overstimulated and distracted. So making time to tune into yourself will enable you to hear that quiet inner knowing. And that's a huge part of our feminine nature. Number six, and I mentioned this earlier, is to indulge in sensual pleasures. Uh, Pay attention to what feels good in the body. Getting out of our head and into our body is one huge way that we move from the masculine to the feminine. 
So experience the world through your five senses. Make pleasure a priority, whether that's pleasure from food, from music, um, pleasure from time in nature, you know, scent and perfume, fresh flowers and things that are visually appealing, a hot bath, you know, just build sensory pleasures into your day and they will immediately shift your energy. Number seven is consider your style and whether it truly makes you feel feminine. Style is a tool that we can use to influence our state of mind. I have said that many times before on this podcast. Um, there is no question in my mind about that. So if your style doesn't make you feel beautiful and feminine, make some wardrobe changes. And I'm not suggesting that you need to have you know lace and ruffles and lots of pink, although if you love that and it makes you feel feminine, go for it. I just mean pay attention to how your clothes make you feel. When I wear certain things, certain cuts and fabrics, I definitely feel more feminine. And I'm so much more tuned into that now than I used to be. And now that I'm conscious of it, I use it as a tool. On days when I want to feel more feminine, I'll pull out something silky or something maybe a little more fitted or a pair of heels. Heels always make me feel more feminine. So let your style move you into your feminine energy. And then finally, number eight is have more fun. The feminine part of us loves leisure and fun. She delights in those moments when we are lighthearted and playful. So if you spend most of your time in hustle mode, grinding it out and moving from, you know, from one task to another on your to-do list without coming up for air, then you will want to consider building some time into each week. And ideally, I would love to see you build time into each day when you can shift gears and simply have some fun. It really does put you into a more feminine state. So in terms of the takeaways from this episode, I hope that you consider the importance of redefining femininity. Recognize its strengths and be mindful of when your masculine and your feminine energies are out of balance. Use the strategies that I mentioned to nurture your femininity and to build confidence in your identity as a woman. We are just simply not built to operate like a man. And trying to do so contributes to the exhaustion that so many women in midlife feel. I firmly believe that by tapping into our feminine energy and by nurturing that softer side of ourselves, we will not only feel more at ease, but will be so much more effective and powerful in our lives. Have a well-again week, my loves. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Welligant Woman podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please don't forget to subscribe. And I'd love it if you would leave a five-star review and share it with others. Thanks again for tuning in, and I'll catch you in the next episode.